Hey there, boils and ghouls. You are in for a special treat. I've got a special episode for you right now, starting this minute. Here we go. I don't have like a, a bit of special music or anything to play for you, but this is a super special episode. And what makes it super special? The super specialness of this episode is the fact that I had to re-record it. And uh, because I had to re-record it, because the sound was so weird and screwed up when I, when I went back to listen to it, because I have to re-record it, it's going to be even better. Because I'm not going to be tired and, and barely pulling my way through the book like I was last time. And I'm not going to go off on too many weird tangents. I'm going to rip through this book and make y'all happy. Here we go. <laughs> in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. Matthew 5, 16. That is right. We are back with a Living Lights faith story. This week, it is 2009's The Berenstain Bears Play a Good Day. That's the sound of a halo over the second O of the word good, just like in the title. A good ding game written by Jan and Mike Berenstain with a little extra contribution from God himself. Oh, or sort of, kind of. Again, this is the Living Lights faith story. So even though there's a couple of Bible quotes, not a whole lot of Bible action. Not a whole lot of Bible action in this one, but some weird placement of words. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. What does that even mean? And what does it have to do with our story today? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know. I still haven't really figured it out. I mean, the story is kind of about setting a good example, I guess, but that's not really what that quote is about. What is that quote about? Does this have to do with them... Beatitudes, 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 I can't remember what they're called, beatitudes, beatitudes, beatitudes. Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is sitting up on the sermon. This is in the book of Matthew. We've covered this part before. And he's blessing the meek. He's blessing the other ones. You shall inherit the earth. Blessed be the peacemakers. Uh, Blessed are those who are hungry, yada, yada. And then he says, you're the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? You can't. It's no longer good for anything. You just got to throw it out, stab all over it. Because you're the light of the world. You are a town built on a hill. Cannot be hidden. You can't, you don't light a lamp and then put your lamp in under a bowl. You know, you put it in a lamp, lamp stand. So it lights up the whole house. So you got to let your light shine in front of everyone so that they can see what you're doing and know that you're doing it for the glory of God, basically is what he's saying. But the book, this book cuts out all the stuff before that. the preamble. You're the salt of the earth. He doesn't say that. Why? Because nobody knows what that means, actually. Uh, that's a weird metaphor that, I mean, it's all translations and, you know, no one really knows what the intention of the line was supposed to be. It could be that you were the, like, preservative of all the, of, like, of all the good things in the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are, or it could be that, like, I don't know, you were the fertilizer of the soil. Like, you were the salt of the earth. Because, like, salt could also be translated as, like, a type of, like, fertilizer salt. There's all different kinds of things. We don't really know because they didn't, there's no, like, there's no, like, footnotes in the Bible originally. They didn't include that stuff. It's just the stuff that Jesus said. Uh, also, the whole, like, if the salt loses its flavor, 
this you just got to throw it away and jump all up and down on it and people are like i don't know what that has to do with me jesus and jesus is like well uh you're the light of the world you're the city on the hill you're a shining city a shining city on the hill everyone sees that light you can't yeah and that's when he's like okay yeah you don't like put out a, you don't like build a fire and then put it under a bowl i like that like don't put your fire under a bushel well you know you'll set fire to your bushel Put it on a lamp post. Put it on a, a table lamp, table stand, bedside table. In any case, it has nothing to do with this book. We are five minutes into this episode. It has nothing to do with this book. This is about soccer ball. Soccer. Soccer. Uh, it's a big soccer book. I'm very excited because I do enjoy the Berenstain Bears soccer books. You know what I enjoy the most about the Berenstain Bears soccer books? I enjoy the fact that brother and sister play on a team together. They support each other. They're both good at different things. And that Mama Bear is their soccer coach. We learned that in the Berenstain Bears Get Their Kicks, and it's carried over until today. Mama Bear knows all about soccer. She was a soccer star in her youth, and now she coaches the youth league. She she helps coach those kids onto soccer greatness. That's the wonderful thing about it. Uh, Mama Bear, she gets criticized a lot for you know representing like stereotypes, but... The one thing that really stands out about Mama Bear is she is a sporty bear. She puts on those sweat clothes, and she gets out there with her whistle, and she coaches that soccer team. It's so, it's so wonderful that in the Berenstain Bears play a good game, a faith story. We got brother and sister. They're on that soccer team. They both love to play. It's one of their favorite things in the fall. And what's really amazing is that their coach is Pop Pop Papa. Papa Bear. That's right. For some reason, uh, Jan and Mike decided that Mama Bear is no longer the soccer coach, but Papa Bear is now. And to add insult to an already grievous injury, uh, Papa doesn't know how to play soccer. Quote, he didn't really know that much about soccer, but he tried hard and was very good at cheering them on. Uh, I have some news for you, Berenstains. Uh, Mama really knew a lot about soccer and didn't just try hard. She succeeded. She was already really good. I don't know if there was like, I can't take care of this new baby while I'm also coaching. And since I can't ask Papa to take care of the, I, I don't know what was going on. I don't understand it because Papa does not fill any kind of role in this that could not have been filled by Mama in any case. Now the soccer team is called the Rockets. We've never heard of the Rockets before, but they're called the Rockets. A lot of Cubs on it. Pretty cool Cubs, including my new favorite characters. Bam and Bram Bernowski. Bram and Bam Bernowski are twins, uh, twin players. I don't know if they are a boy and a girl. I don't know if they are a boy and a boy. I don't know if they are a girl and a girl or whatever. They are the Bernowski twins, Bram and Bam. Bam and Bram. Uh, we learn a little bit about the Cubs' playing styles. Uh, brother kicks with his left foot. He's a left foot kicker, so he gets a lot of corner kicks from the right side. And he's a good bending baller, a good ball bender. Now, I'm going to admit, I did not know what bending was. I never saw the movie Bend It Like Beckham. I never saw the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical The Beautiful Game. I don't know anything about bending. I don't really know that much about soccer, except that it's called the football in some other places. I don't know anything about this. So I had to look it up. Bending the ball is kind of like throwing a curveball in baseball. It's like a special way you kick it, special way you chuck it, you tap it with your toes, and the ball like goes in a curve. It's a curveball. Uh, sister is a skillful header. She can head the ball really well. Uh, right into the net with her head it goes. Sister is a good ball header. Now, I work for the Minnesota Brain Injury Alliance, and this will come into, this will be important later on. But we get asked a lot, is heading dangerous in soccer? Is it, is it potentially, could it potentially cause a concussion? The, the short answer to that is yes. The long answer to that is yes, but 
That's not the real danger in soccer. That's not the real concussion danger in soccer, but we'll get to it. Sister wraps her head. She's like, my head is like a rock. And brother's like, it sure is. And sister's like, hey. So Bob is all like, hey, kids, remember, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's how you play the game. It's how you play. It's all about having fun, kids. And that's, you know who says that? A coach who doesn't know anything about soccer. That's what a coach says when they don't know how to coach. They're like, uh, it doesn't matter if you're good at the game as long as you're having fun, right, kids? Because I don't have anything to tell you. I don't know. I don't know my up from my down. I don't know my left foot from my right foot. I don't know how to play the soccer ball. Well, there's a big game coming up. And they're playing the Steamrollers, not the Beartown Bullies, because this is a local team. And how do we know it's a local team? Because it's comprised entirely of Two Tall Grizzly and his gang. His gang has been expanded. There's Scuzz. There's Vinny. I don't see Smirk, but I do see a bunch of other Cubs. Apparently, one of the regulars is out, and uh, they got a couple of a few randos to sort of fill in the ranks. And this is also where I'm like, okay, so this is a, a local neighborhood teams. Uh, I guess Too Tall was allowed to form his own team. I guess that's how it works. I don't know. I do like the colors of their teams, though. It's like this teal and purple and gold. I just think it's a, actually a really, really pleasing color to the eye. Uh, their coach is Too Tall's dad, Too Ton. So I, I see where they're like, we want parallels with like coaching dads. And I say, fooey on that. You don't need two dads. Anyone can be the coach and learn the sort of non-lesson that's in this book. So two ton is like, go out there and literally murder those children. And Papa's like, don't worry, just have a good time. And so uh, the day of the big game comes, Grizzly Gramps and Grizzly Grand are there. Grizzly Gramps is whistling and yelling and cheering, which causes Grand to be like, don't cheer on the other kids. That's rude. You're out of control. Even though like literally like Grizzly Gramps is just like doing that thing where he sticks his fingers in his mouth and whistles. That's it. And everyone else seems fine with it. But Grand is like, you're Ernest, you're making a fool of yourself. Do not embarrass me at this child's soccer ball tournament. And he's like, ah, it's it's all the part of the fun. It's cheering people on. I'm like, yep, that's why you that's why you go to a sport. That's why you go. That's why you go sporting. Cheer on your team. But Grizzly Grand disagrees. But don't worry, everyone. This plot line will never show up again in the story. So also in the stands is Mrs. Ursula, the Sunday school teacher who we met in a previous uh, Living Lights book. Remember, she is so ancient. She's so old that she taught like every single bear in Sunday school. We don't learn ever much about Mrs. Ursula in these books. We don't really know her personal life. We don't know her politics. We don't know her philosophies on life. Simply that everything she knows, she learned in Sunday school. Uh, every single lesson is something pithy from the Bible and that people are terrified of her. I guess she was very, very mean. Uh, oh, also, she's the Bernowski twins' grandmother, Bam and Bram. We don't know who they are. We don't know anything about them except they look alike. So, uh, Too Tall Grizzly's family is also there. His mom, Too Too, his sister, Too Much. And Sister Too Much, who is very tall, bigger than Too Tall, uh, has a big crush on Brother. And you know what? I'm down with that. I like that Brother is like always like the tall girls are and the big girls are always attracted to Brother. I don't know what it is. I think it's because he's so small and they're like, I can I can dominate that boy. I can dominate that boy. Uh, I don't I'm not going to go anywhere else with that. I just think that that's like interesting that that there's like in any case, uh, the steamrollers are coming up. Oh boy, they're big guys in the in the other team. The Rockets are pretty worried, but they start playing a good game, Bam and Bram. But then all of a sudden, too tall, water buffalo side tackles Bram, Bam, and Coach Papa yells foul. But the referee is like, "Hey, he's not a foul. He was going for the ball." At which point, I looked up the rules of soccer. I was like, "Is that a foul? Like, is he was going for the ball a good excuse for literally?" 
elbowing aside another child, knocking them flat on their back and causing them to sit up dazedly? Is that is that not a foul? Is that allowed as long as he was, quote, going for the ball? And from what I could tell from the rules of soccer, and fouls, I discovered, are really complicated. There's several different kinds of fouls and a multitude of rules beneath each one. But as far as I can tell, you can't be using a lot of aggressive, like, you can't be super overly aggressive about it, which Tutal definitely was. And I was like, that to me is a foul. There's also like the difference between a foul and a red card, and I don't get it. Just, I guess one, like, would, one is like, you're allowed to take a free shot. I don't know. But in any case, they don't get any kind of penalty and Tutal scores on them. And while after he scores, he's like, ha ha. How'd you like that one, shorty? He says to one of the one of the twins. And uh, the referee just yells at him. He's like, shut up, play soccer. And Papa's like, tisk, tisk, bad sportsmanship. So the next thing we see is we see the whole team, the, the steamrollers, literally steamrolling these kids. Uh, elbowing brother, punching a boy in the face, shoving another child in the face, uh, running into the back of another like child with their like shoulders. Like It's pretty violent, and they're not getting any, like, any comeuppance for this. So Papa's like, hey... At least you're playing fair. And I'm like, the kids are like, you're literally getting injured out on the fact. Are you looking at this? The kids are like slamming us bodily. We are getting hurt. And he's like, oh, at least you're, at least you're playing fair. Uh, so brother's like, I know what we're going to do. Sister, let's set up a corner kick. And sister's like, that's right. You're a left foot kicker and they don't know that. So they're going to expect the ball to go in one direction and you can send it off in the other. So this is kind of a complex play. So Bam intentionally kicks the ball so it bounces off to Tall's leg and it goes out of out of bounds, uh, which allows the Rockets control of the ball. So they stand off the like line. I don't know what it's called. You're, when you're not on the pitch, you're behind the line. Brother places the ball in the right corner and kicks it hard with his left foot. The ball curves, right? And it curves unexpectedly into Sister, who then intercepts it with her head and knocks it into the goal, uh, which gives them one point. So the Steamrollers have five points. The Rockets have one. Too Tall is so upset that he runs at Sister, slams into her as hard as he can, and knocks her flat. She sits up, stands, gets to her feet, and she sees stars circling around her head and hears little birds chirping. Now, here's where me working for the Minnesota Brain Injury Alliance for 16 years and absorbing quite a bit of info and interviewing a lot of young athletes comes into play. Soccer is one of the top sports, I think one of the top girl sports especially, for concussion. Concussions, a form of brain injury, should always be taken very seriously uh, because multiple concussions compound on each other. The more concussions you get in a, in a period of time, the worse they, they, they make the after effects of the previous concussion even worse it's a compounded injury and ultimately there's a there's a thing called second impact syndrome it's very rare but it can happen where like you just get another concussion and your brain's like i'm done and then it, you you die and then you just like you literally just die like your brain's like i'm out of here like i can't I can't do this anymore it's called second impact syndrome it's a real thing it's very rare but i've interviewed people who've got it they didn't die but it left them blind so that happens and sister gets knocked over she clearly has at least a mild concussion because she is seeing stars and she is hearing birds chirping those are two signs not necessarily birds but if you are seeing uh, spots before your eyes lights before your eyes any flashing if you are hearing a ringing or a high-pitched noise uh, that means you are injured at least your inner ear was injured something got hurt 
it is time to instill your concussion protocols and pull that teammate off the field. She is now going to be checked over by the team's medic. If there is no medic involved, you are going to take her to a doctor and get her checked out. Most likely she will need at least a week of rest so that the effects of the concussion aren't compounded. And you're like, what if the effects just go away? What if they just go away on their own that night? To which I say, better to take that chance. It's your brain. It's your brain. Don't take the chance that it's just going to get worse and worse. Also, sometimes the effects of a concussion aren't felt for literally weeks. Sometimes it can be several weeks before you notice things are wrong. So sister definitely got what they used to refer to as got her bell rung. Time to sit it out. Time to check in with your doctor. Go to Dr. Doctor uh, Grizzly and have someone look you over. Make sure everything's on the, on the up and up. Sit out the rest of the game. Maybe sit out the rest of the week. Keep yourself in a low light situation. Don't look at computers. Don't read books. It's a boring time, but you're letting your brain heal itself. Brains can heal. Takes them a while. That is concussion brain injury Phil talking. Take concussions very seriously. So when this happened in the book, I was like, oh my goodness, are they going to, is this book taking a left turn into concussion town? Are we going to like actually get some like useful like concussion information here because like sister should be nope nope sister just goes right back into play which is the worst thing to do and what we refer to as the uh like the shake it off syndrome like it's a bad thing in kids sports and sports in general like the the work through the pain philosophy now to one extent or another to one degree or another work through the pain is decent advice you can't stop every time you get the slightest bit uncomfortable uh, but too many kids are taught to not listen to their bodies and to push through the pain and i'm going to tell you this as a human being who's been on this earth all of 45 years no sport is worth compounded brain injuries it's just not it's just not take care of your bodies take care of your brain it's the most important thing you have uh oh brother gets angry because too tall Mm, tried to kill a sister. Uh, Tutal does get a red card for it. Don't know what that means, but it does create uh, yelling. Tutan comes running up. What do you mean unnecessary roughness? So Tutan and the referee start screaming at each other. Then Papa shows up and starts screaming at them. Then Mrs. Ursula shows up and everyone quiets down because the Papas are about to tear each other several new ones. Miss Ursula, Sunday school teacher extraordinary, just scolds them. She's like, I didn't teach you how to behave like this. Is this any example to set for your cubs? Remember, she says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Remember that. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God, or children of God, depending on your translation. That has nothing to do with with what's happening here, Mrs. Ursula. This is not about that. This is about too tall grizzly severely injuring another cub and two ton defending him for it and then the papas shake hands and then the steamrollers are allowed to finish and win the game and the cubs just all end up shaking hands no one learns anything like that's it they go to the burger bear okay the final page of this is weird they're at the burger bear it's sister and freddie brother and too much too tall sister who has the crush on brother sitting in a booth together i don't know where lizzie bruin is too much is giving brother the eye, fluttering her eyelashes at him. And brother just blushes and munches away on his cheeseburger. <sighs> Congratulations, brother, on, I don't know, winning the eye of a beautiful young woman, I guess. What I find interesting is the Burger Bear logo. The sign is outside in the bushes. The Burger Bear sign is, it's just the Salvation Army sign. It's just Salvation Army. It, they, they took the Salvation Army logo replaced the Salvation Army with the Burger Bear and added a bear face to it. That's it. It's literally the Salvation Army logo. I find that so weird. 
that that they went in that direction. Like, is the Burger Bear a religious burger place? Is it like the Chick-fil-A of Bear Town? Is that what this is? Like, it's closed on Sundays and its owner is like a homophobic fascist? Who knows? The Burger Bear. Uh, but they're eating there. Double cheeseburger. Burgers. And that's the end of the book. No lessons were learned. Uh, no lessons were learned. Well, ignore your child's health, I guess. And uh, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. And it also doesn't matter if you play rough. It doesn't matter if you try to hurt the kids. It's all about how angry your fathers are at each other. Now, that could have been Mama, keep in mind. It could have been Mama. They could have just had Mama be the coach. And she gets mad and starts yelling. Maybe they felt that that wouldn't have been very much a Mama's character. But she is a passionate sports bear. She is passionate about sports. I firmly believe that she would have lost her cool at seeing her child get a concussion from another cub. I firmly believe that Mama would have been well within her rights to get angry at two-ton grizzly. Question and answer time. Activities and questions from Brother This is the end of the book. There's always a series of questions. Talk about it. One, do you think Brother Bear played fair? Do you think Brother Bear played fair? Yeah, that's such a weird question. Of course he played fair. Of course he played fair. He played very well. There's nothing in this book that says Brother Bear didn't play fair. He plays totally fair. He sets up a pretty cool trick shot. That's fair. That's his skill. He knows how to bend the ball. Bending the ball is an unfair play. He is a good sports bear. He knows how to play the game of soccer. The steamrollers didn't play fair. They literally were breaking the rules. Do you think Brother Bear played fair? What could he have done differently to please God? Uh, Darn if I know. I don't know the mind of God. What could he have done differently to play? Well, please, he did everything fine. He played fair. He just played fair. He just played fake. There is nothing else to say about it. He did fine. He did fine. What could he have done differently to please God? I don't know. I'm just a podcaster with Bear St. Bear Show. I don't know what makes God happy. Two, how do you feel when someone else does not play fair? I feel bad. You know what I really feel bad about? When someone else doesn't play fair so much, a child gets a concussion. I feel terrible, and I feel very angry towards the person who did not play fair. How do I feel when someone does not play fair? What is it you're supposed to feel? I guess I feel like God does. Disappointed. Get out and do it. Get out and do it. What are we supposed to get out and do? Play a team game with your friends. Tag, soccer, Red Rover, or baseball. How many friends do you think I have? I don't have enough for a baseball team. Certainly not enough for a baseball game. I certainly don't have enough for Red Rover. That requires two full lines of children. I mean, you can play Red Rover with like six kids, but it's not fun. Soccer, again, with all the kids. I mean, okay, I've seen kids play soccer with just a few of them. Like, that's the thing. Like, you could go out to, we're going to go outside and play some footy. I guess that's what they say. I don't know what accent that's supposed to be. We're going to go outside and play some footy. Hey, kick the football around. Like, that's what they say in parts of the world. Uh, I guess that's, you can do that. Like, you got like six or so friends. You play a little game, a little three on three. Three on three action in the alley, right? Tag, I guess. I guess you can play tag. Two, design a team logo for a sports team, school, club, or church group. Well, that's easy. You just take you just take a pre-existing logo and you put a new name on it, apparently. That's what you do. Or if you're the Rockets, you just draw a rocket. If you're a steamroller, you draw a steamroller. If you're the tall glasses of water, you just have a picture of a tall glass of water. If you're the sewing tomato, you just do a picture of a sewing tomato. If you're the ring lights, ring light. If you're a baby buggy, you're the baby buggies. Just have a picture of baby. It's that easy. That's a logo. That's logo design 101. I just solved it. I'm a burger place. Just have a picture of a hamburger. There you go. Three, the Steamrollers is a good name for Two Tall's team. It fits how they play. It sure does. What with them knocking children over. Come up with a team name that fits how you play a game of your choice. I don't know. How? What's a good name for how I play a game? 
I don't know what the word is for avoids. I don't know what the word is for goes back inside. I don't know what the word is for I'd rather just sit here and read. I don't know what the term for that is. Uh, the Wallflowers? That's a band name. Uh, the uh, I'd rather be doing anything else's, I guess. And the picture could be a invisible man, a ghost. A, uh, a skeleton, just a skeleton reading a book, a dead skeleton. Maybe that would be my team. My team would be the dead skeletons and its mascot would be a dead skeleton and its logo would be a pile of old bones because it's not a fun skeleton. It's just a dead body skeleton with no skin on. Ooh. Will you support my skeleton team? Uh, and that's the Berenstain Bears play a good game. Uh, Mama got the shaft. Sister got a concussion. Brother apparently displeased God. And Papa learned nothing at all. Too Tall is a maniac. Too Ton is a psychopath. And Too Much has it in for brother. But in a good way, she has it all in. She's a tall girl. She likes him short. Uh, would I recommend the Berenstain Bears play a good game from 2009? It is readily available uh, for purchase if you want it. I would say it's a really good looking book. It's actually a very nicely illustrated book. This is one of my favorite. I like the way a lot of the Living Lights books look. I like this, the cartoony style they went with for these. They're slightly differently illustrated than the regular books. Uh, it's something you may not have noticed from this era, but there's a, there's a slight difference in art style. And I really like the way the Living Lights books look. Unfortunately, I don't think it has that great of a lesson to teach. The whole like, go ahead and let your child get hurt lesson. I don't think that's the point of the story. There is something to be said about being a peacemaker and not yelling at people, but sometimes people need to get yelled at. Like when they are a very large man encouraging his very large son to knock into children as hard as he can. That has nothing to do with being a good sport. It has to do with wanting to avoid massive hospital bills and a long recuperation period. So, uh, I mean, if you're a completist, I'd get it. If you want to look at some nice drawings of Cubs playing soccer, I'd get it. Otherwise, uh, it's either here or there. It does have those twins. I do like them. So I'll leave that up to you. That's the Baron St. Bears play a good ding game. Uh, Living Lights. Uh, we'll be covering a few more of those. Got some other stuff coming up. It's really fun. I'm glad to be back. I know that I missed uh, some weeks, but I am feeling a little bit better. And... <sighs> I've actually got to record some extra episodes because we have a vacation coming up. I don't know if it's going to happen. So if I'm gone for another week in the middle, like in the next couple of weeks, if you suddenly just don't get an episode, that's because I'm on vacation. If you do get an episode, I'm still on vacation. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. This recording schedule is weird. But thank you so much for listening. You can find this show at BerenstainBearCast.org. You can find me on Twitter at BeStainBearCast. Uh, I am on Twitter at P. Corey Gonzalez. And you can listen to my other shows. It's Del Toro Time, a Guillermo Del Toro adjacent podcast where my daughter Willow and I are covering the movies that influenced Guillermo del Toro's career. We just watched uh, the ninth configuration, and that episode probably dropped before this episode did. So if you want to hear what we think about a movie that is very strange, uh, listen to our episode of the ninth configuration at It's Del Toro Time. I also do a podcast called Pizza Toast with guest of the show Christy Admiral. We had been covering the uh, Babysitter's Club, but since there is no new Babysitter's Club uh, television content out yet, uh, we are currently on the sisterhood of the traveling pants series uh we will be dropping the our, our discussion of the third book in that series next week i think so go to pizza toast pod on twitter and find out more about us there uh, otherwise thank you so much for listening thank you for tuning in it's a pleasure as always and i'll see you all next time deep in bear